Welcome to Sorted, the podcast where we go behind the scenes of successful small businesses and find out about the systems and processes that are making them run with ease. My name's Alice Jennings and I'm your host for today and I'm really looking forward to sharing with you some of the tips and tricks that these lovely business owners have shared with me. Welcome to Sorted and today I'm talking to Laura Robinson who is a digital copywriter and her business is called Worditude and she's got a really interesting business model so we're going to take a little bit of a look at that but first of all welcome to the show Laura. Hello Alice, thank you for having me. Oh, it's a delight. I lo- uh, we've had some um, good conversations between us about the way that marketing works in business over the last year and I think it's going to be great to be able to share some of those ideas with people because um, they're not all the run-of-the-mill um, cookie-cutter formulas and that's what we're about here is finding out how people are doing things a little bit differently so that they can perhaps start applying that to their business. So you're a digital copywriter. What does that mean? Give us a little bit more of a, an introduction to your business, please. Well, usually a digital copywriter is someone who does all of the writing for you. So they would write your website content, sales pages, marketing content. Um, but the work I love to do is helping business owners learn how to write their own online content with more confidence and even to the point where they enjoy it sometimes, which many don't believe that that's possible because they start off saying, oh, you know, this is really hard. I'm not very good at it. Um, but I really enjoy getting them to the point where they're connecting with their audience and they actually love doing it and they feel proud of the content that they've written. They look at their website and feel like, oh, I did that. And it, it, you know, it lights them up. They feel proud about it. Excellent. So you, you also said you might call yourself a, a copywriting coach. Is that? Yeah, it's really, I don't think there's a job title for what no. I do. So it's a combination of like, um, there's courses that show people that have templates and tutorials to walk through your main website pages, mm-hmm. but I'm there as well. So it's not a DIY course. The materials are there so you can write your own content, but then I'm on hand to answer questions. And then I provide uh, copy editing, which is where I go through and like polish up the content. And we just keep going and going, editing it until we can get it to sound as, as good as it possibly can. So it's really kind of a done together process. And I haven't found a job title that, covers what we do really oh, maybe you need to make one up um, suggestions on a postcard please for someone who so it's a combination of a blend of training and one-to-one support then which allows you yeah to exactly get, yeah. yeah and so by the end of the process if we worked for example if the package was to work on your website content you would have website content that you'd written yourself so you'd have a lovely website that really uh, represents you online and sounds like you but you would also have upgraded your own writing skills and feel more confident about creating ongoing marketing content. And so typically what I see is people become more active on social media or they become more regular bloggers after they've been through the process with me because they now feel confident about writing, but they also feel confident about directing people to their new website because it looks and sounds like them. So um, it's kind of an all round upgrade to your marketing efforts, not just your website content. Great. And wouldn't it be nice to just know that you can sit down and write a blog? I still get a little bit stuck on that. But Laura and I will be working together. So hopefully this will be transformed. You'll see me bashing out blogs every week without so much as um, any hesitation. (laughs) Um, And I know you've got a free um, lead magnet, haven't you, that is 
something like a year's worth of blog posts in a I, yeah I have if um it's all saved in one um membership area called the medley now and it's the I think it's four or five of the most common problems that people come to me with um and there's freebies in there to help people with each of those and one of those is I don't know what to write on my business blog so there's a little video that explains uh, what you should be writing on there and kind of gives you some tips for getting started and then there's a workbook that helps you generate over 50 ideas um, for things that you can write about on your blog but you could also use those as ideas for social media yeah. um, and that has been my most popular download yeah, brilliant. by far it is absolutely brilliant I did generate 50 ideas so I've got that bit it's just the actual writing them so I guess that's where I need to um, actually pull my finger out and do some work and um, so how so how do people work with you then because you've got quite an interesting funnels or as it would be called in the online world but just a way of of leading people from not knowing anything about you through to working with you so I have a pretty laid-back marketing style because that kind of suits my home life and suits me really so I don't have like big doors open doors closed launch processes or anything like that um, I do lots of interviews if people ask me to come and speak about my business or speak about how people can become more confident writers and I love to create content like this in a collaborative way then um, I direct people to my website and there's multiple um, kind of calls on that site to just book in for a 15 minute chat with me if that feels like it's something that I can help you with um, and then during that chat I talk about the resources that I've got and sometimes people you know just the free session is enough that to give them some yep. something to work on to get them started and for others um, I direct them to my packages and hopefully they start to work with me so it's pretty um, it's quite hands-on there's not much in the way of automation um, or long sequences or advertising or anything like that it's it's just I really enjoy having conversations with people I also find that that's really good um, like a source of ideas for me for creating new content or for adding elements to my paid packages is just having conversations with people about the type of help they need. So it works for me as well as for them. Brilliant. And I think um, when we've spoken before about marketing, I think we've both got quite a similar approach in that we're not pushy and we're not particularly, you know, we want to find out with work with, talk with people to find out if we're going to be a good fit rather than talk with people in order to try and persuade them that they should work with us and um, so I have signed up to work with Laura to get my website copy rewritten and I think on one of the very first um, modules there was a really beautiful quote about how you were not going to teach me how to write a sales page that would get everybody to convert what you were going to do is teach me how to write a, like a page that would get the right people to engage. That, that's praising a bit, but that really resonates with me because, because there is, I mean, there is the whole world of sales, which is about persuasion. And actually you can pretty much, if you're a good salesman, you can sell anything to anyone, can't you? But then you end up with clients that shouldn't really be working with you <laughs> because they're not a great fit. And then you don't enjoy what you're doing because you're trying to serve people that aren't, sort of the right clients for you and you get stressed and you hate what you're doing because you've got the wrong clients it's um, the way that I like to do things is it's based on the quality of the relationship whether people pay to work with you or not as well those relationships are just as important to me the people who I've got a good bank of cheerleaders that haven't yeah. ever paid to work with me but they 
are amazing at bringing in new people, at directing people to my resources, and I think they'll be useful. So all of those relationships are equally important. And uh, it's funny, somebody else, another one of my clients, came back to me with that sales page quote um, just this week and said, I'm going to use it on my sales page if that's okay. And it says it starts off to something like, uh, you know, those super hot sales pages that by the time you get that clobber you with information relentlessly and by the time you get to the bottom of the page or just take my money, I don't care what it is. Yeah. I don't help you write those. Yeah. Because the buyer's remorse yes. after someone's bought something like is absolutely crushing. And can you imagine trying to, especially if you're selling one-to-one services or quite an expensive long-term program, trying to work with someone when they're then in that kind of pit of buyer's remorse shortly after they've paid for your products is going to be really hard work. So I don't promise that the way that I do sales pages is going to be the way that would generate the most revenue, but it's the way that works for my style of business where the quality of the relationships with the people you're working with is really important. You want to enjoy that process. You want to work with a manageable amount of people who are the right people to do with you rather than uh, having thousands of people directed to a sales page and then you're just trying to convert as many of those as possible to generate a high amount of revenue. Yes, amen to that. I think it leads to everybody being much happier. Um, so I'm really looking forward to my copy being more reflective of who I actually am uh, rather than who I think I should be. Um, and so then you have these 15 minute chats and then people can go on and work with you to revamp their website or launch a new sales page or product. And then what at the end of that process, is there an ongoing relationship or there's the option for an ongoing relationship. So um, both of those packages wrap up with another one, like hour long one-to-one call where we look at what will their marketing routine look like in the future. So now you've got this lovely looking website, what are you going to be doing consistently to get people to come and visit the website? Um, And the focus on that is to make it something that's manageable. So we could all write an amazing marketing plan that would generate thousands of views if we had a huge team of people to help us. But realistically, looking at your life and how much time you have to dedicate this, what are the most important things that you should prioritize doing every month? And that's the same whether you've just written a lovely new website or you've just done a launch because um, something that people forget about the launch is you haven't finished when you close the cart or you, you know, your sales page is up and you've made the sales. You then need some kind of recovery plan to start building and warming up a new audience because you've now taken all of the potential buyers out of your existing audience. So we, we close with that call. So I feel confident that I've given them everything they need to go on and have a good life and keep building their audience and converting them into paying customers. Um, but if they do want to go on and continue working with me, I have, it's like a membership slash subscription program um, called the VIPs where um, they pay a monthly fee and then they just get ongoing support where they can drop in for um, like 15 minute chats with me, send me writing to be uh, copy edited, get feedback on. Um, and then if they're doing future launches or they make changes to their business, it's, I'm there on an ongoing basis. So they wouldn't need to keep buying new packages. It's just like hiring me on a really affordable retainer to make me part of their team. That's and pretty- I love that part of my business because yeah. I get to see like people that I've now been working with for a couple of years and remember how um, almost timid they were about expressing themselves in words online and watching them go now. It's really exciting. So that's a, is that a word, a, a word, a Facebook group or a... It's, um, so everything's managed by um, my Thinkific platform. Right. 
um, and they get access to all of the courses for the whole time that they're enrolled as well. So that makes it easy because I know everyone's got all the materials yeah. that they need to write the content they need to write. And then there's a Facebook group and then um, most, but that's not, um, it's not like a traditional Facebook group where it's, you know, it's all about the community. It's really just like a more effective way for us to communicate with right. each other. And if they had a Facebook post, for example, or a Facebook ad that they wanted me to comment on, it's much easier to just share it into that space. Um, and then I uh, have like an online calendar system where they can just book in for the chats when they want to speak to me. So it's like having a retained copywriting support person and what, whatever. Very reassuring, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and access to all your courses, which is fab. That's a great. It makes my life easier if I know they've got access yeah. to your courses. It saves me having just... to explain things lots of times over. Yes. Yes. And you don't have to say, well, you need to, uh, you, you need to buy this course or that course. You just know that you can direct anyone to anything in there. So it's all about keeping it simple, I guess. Yes. Which um, helps because we should probably let people know that you're also homeschooling your, your children whilst you're doing all this. So you're, I am. you really got I it all going that. on. Yeah. yeah. I thought this whole running your own business thing seemed a bit easy. So we pulled one child out of school and then a few months later, decided the other one was going to be homeschooled too so I went pretty rapidly from having there was one summer where uh, my husband was between jobs because he'd been made redundant and he quite fancied having the summer off so he looked after the kids full-time and I was working full-time on my business and then in the space of about six or seven months I went from being full-time working on my business to having two children at home with me full-time that I homeschool and then kind of and he went back to work full, uh, coincidentally at the same time he went back to work full-time when the kids came off school <laughs> hmm. so you're really making the most of the fact that you run your own business because I know your working week doesn't look like everybody else's week so most people who have children as soon as the kids are packed off to school that's when you work but you've got children at home to be educating so I know that we see you posting on weekends and evenings and you're kind of tipped your week almost upside down in some ways haven't you it's like a whole year is tipped upside down. So okay. when everyone gets stressed about, oh, the school holidays are coming and this is going to be really difficult. For me, that's bliss because um, then all of their friends are home off of school and all they want to do is play. They're 12 and 13 years old. All they want to do is be on the PlayStation and play and have their headphones on and chat to their friends. So I have less to do when it's the school holidays because they kind of amuse themselves. And then when all the kids go back to school and my kids don't, that's when I have less time to work. So I try and structure it that I get as much done at the weekends to set me up for the week ahead so that during the week, weekdays, I only have to do um, like the real-time client work that needs to be done. So all the marketing stuff scheduled beforehand. And then in the school holidays, when everybody else is taking a break from their business, I'm frantically working to get as much set up for the next half term as I possibly can, like uh, batch recording videos and making sure my website's up to date, coming up with ideas for what I'm going to share on social media. That all gets done during the school holidays and as much of that as possible gets pre-scheduled out. So um, yeah, my life is like the opposite of every other mum who has kids in school. Yeah, and I do think of you now when I have a bad day in the school holidays, I think Laura does it every day. Don't complain. And we but saw not... you we saw you on the one of the nicest days of the year so far. Laura's Instagram shared <laughs> the fact that she was stuck in a little dark room making batch videos. So hats off to you. You really are 
they're very committed. And that's not for that's not for sympathy. That's for kind of, that's for balance because there'll be plenty of photos where yeah. I'm out at the beach and everybody else is working. Yeah. And I don't want to like paint this side this picture that it happens without work. Um, not because you know I need the credit for the work, but I remember when I first started out and looking to those people who were more experienced and more successful than I was, and I'd be looking at their social media and thinking I was such a failure because what they were able to achieve in terms of work-life balance and how much money they were making according to what they put on social media. And there I was like working all of the hours, all of the time, not really making any money thinking, you know, this is ridiculous. My hourly rate is probably about two pence an hour. So if I can provide some kind of balance so that other people who are starting out know, yeah, actually you do have to sometimes give up the sunniest day of the year so that you can go to the beach for three days in the yeah. summer later, then I feel um, that's like the contribution that I can make, like a slight reality check of what it's really like. Well, thank you for your honesty there. And you're right, it is really important that people don't think that it that they don't just put the, the successes, it's, it is the slog that you're doing and the evenings that you're working and the Sundays when you're doing all your planning and the fact that you're on the beach. <laughs> in the middle of the week seemingly doing nothing whilst still earning money um didn't just happen overnight did it exactly we i have to ask you about systems because the the podcast is all about systems and it sounds like in order to run that kind of um that, that many have that many plates in the air um you've really got to have some quite good systems so what 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 are you using that really helps you to get things done so i have um three lists it's not I wouldn't even it's not even as glamorous as a system but it's three lists that are uh, one is these are the things I do every day on a weekday that right. just, so every day I just look at that and my to-do list is based off of those things that I know I need to get done and I try and keep that list as small as possible then I have a list of stuff that I know I need to do every weekend that helps me stay on top of things and then I have another list that is these are the things I do in the school holidays because that's the stuff that um you know, I can do in advance and pre-schedule. And that's really helping me stay quite disciplined every day. When I come up with an idea and think, oh, that would be a really good, I could do a video for my, you know, I could do a video for my free Facebook group and it don't take me half an hour. Why don't I do that now? And I think, no, that is, that gets scheduled. I've done, I've done all of my videos for this half term and that gets scheduled for the list that I'll record in the next half term. Um, so it's helping me to not pad out my days with stuff that could wait for later. Yeah. And it's helped me to prioritise getting the things done like real time, you know, every single day as they yeah. come in that are the most important things to deal with. Um, and I actually booked myself into the spa for a, a night to be able to set that up because I was sat here and I just felt so, I couldn't think of a new system while I was surrounded by all of my old existing stuff. It just felt yeah. so chaotic. And I knew I needed something, some kind of guidance for every day. So I didn't have to keep thinking, what is it I need to do today? What is it I need to do? So um, I packed myself off to this hotel with lots and lots of post-it notes. <laughs> and, just, and I wrote lists and lists of like, these are the things that I know I need to do. And then started organizing them into columns of, you know, this I know I need to do every day. This can wait till once a week. This could actually be batched together and done a few times each year. And that's how I developed these lists that I literally use them every day now to keep me on track. That's brilliant. And that saves you from the decision, which is often the bit that stops you from moving forward. Because you say, if you just sit at your desk and you think, right, what am I going to do? You can waste quite a lot of time trying to 
prioritize can't you so just not having to think about that at all is yeah I've had brilliant. to completely shift like how I think because when they were in school I'd sit down and think oh I've got six hours what am I going to do today yeah <laughs> and like you, almost the work could expand to fill the space available and now my yeah. mentality is I, I already know at the start of the day I will not have enough working time available to do all the things that I want to do so now my mentality is I've got a three hour slot here what are the priorities to get done in this time and what can wait and so it's helped me kind of shift that thinking to make the most out of the time that I've got available that's brilliant I have um, an extra list which is called the <laughs> when I can't do anything list you know those days when you just can't do anything you're just like completely yeah. useless I have things like deleting photos or renaming photos I might one day use on social media so I just go through my photos file so it's the lowest brain capacity requiring things ever um that I try that I'm still doing so if I can't bring myself to say do you know what Alice you are actually not really worth sitting at your desk today why don't you just go and do something completely different which is the correct thing to do probably um and just give up on the whole idea of getting any work done I've got things to do when I am almost completely brain dead. And, and that's, I think that's, that just makes me feel less useless by the end of the day. I'm like, well, at least I have gone through my downloads folder and deleted everything that I don't need. And it takes no effort whatsoever, but I'm still, I'm not on Facebook just doing nothing. Yeah. When you find yourself just scrolling and scrolling and think I'm waiting for inspiration for something. Yeah. And it's definitely not here. Yeah. That's the time to like, for me, that's the time to take a nap. Walk away. Okay. Yeah. Just, away from the computer now fab so lists we all love lists really whether they're online or offline doesn't make any difference um lists are great and how about more techie systems what what systems are you using that are a bit more techie to get stuff done um i've just started using asana again which okay. was frustrating so i said that at the weekend i spent this weekend that was my project for this weekend I wanted to feel more organized with my clients and have each person have their own project plan so that when I got on a call, we could both look at the same page and know, and now there's little columns that say, these are things that we need to do. This is waiting for Laura's feedback. This is something that the client's working on and this is completed. And then inside each one of those little cards, it links to the document. So we can find all of their copy that they've written and we can get it all from this one place. And that's it. that to me the whole weekend researching options of what's going to be the best way to do this. And um, partway through the weekend, my husband came in. He was he's great. He supplies like tea, bacon sandwiches, like all weekend, whatever it takes to get me through because he knows I'm working. And he came in and he's like, "What's the matter?" Because I had a real stop on. I was like, "Because I have just spent like six hours researching all these different systems, and I've gone back to Asana, which is where I started off." <laughs> And I don't know why I stopped using it all those years ago, but anyway, so yeah, I've gone back to back to what I know, um, and I'm quite pleased with myself having put together this system and decided not to go off and learn something new. Um, that's kind of a pattern for me that I think, oh, I've got this need. What are all the billions of tools out there that are available to me? I will now research every single one of them, you know, yeah. to death, like I, so that I know it in the minutest detail. Mm-hmm. I've read reviews, I've watched videos. And then I'll go, I don't really want to learn how to use something new. And then I go back to where I was in the start. Um, (laughs) That's what I do, but that's, but I can justify it. And I can say that because of the job that I do, I need to be able to advise everyone on all the different systems. So if you've got no excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. And Asana's fab for um, 
managing projects but do you know about the unicorns have you got them switched on I haven't got unicorns switched on how do I get unicorns so um it's a little secret function under the settings there's a set a setting for reward uh, what's it called something like celebrate when you complete tasks and once you've done three or two or three tasks in a row a unicorn or narwhal or some other mythical creature flies across the screen so for those of you who like a little bit of you know, a jolly in the middle of your project planning. <laughs> it's worth switching on. I'll make sure I've got them switched you on. Should, you should I'll switch add... unicorns on. I think some of your clients would probably appreciate that. Um, brilliant. So, Asan, and you're using Thinkific, is that right? Did you say for your... Yeah, all of the, the courses of are on Thinkific. So I had um, I had a custom site built on... Well, like my own hosted... Not, not a custom site, my own site. That I hosted, built on yeah. MemberPress, somebody else built it for me, um, used that for about a year. And then one Christmas, it wasn't, I had multiple problems with it. And one Christmas, I just had enough. So it was not the Christmas we just had, but the one that's gone. And in the space of about three days, I moved everything over to Thinkific. I was like, it needs to be simpler. And part of the problem with MemberPress was that there were so many different ways you could customize it. But um, I'm like, uh, the best example of what I'm like, this is a true story. You know where you go to um, like all-you-can-eat buffets and we used to go to one when we were on holiday as kids and it had all ice cream sundaes and you could put mm. whatever you wanted on the ice cream sundae and I was always the kid that ended up with something that was completely inedible because she had put everything on the <laughs> ice cream sundae and it was disgusting. And I, my dad would be looking at me and like, you know, you did that yourself, you're still going to have to eat it. And that's, oh. I haven't improved, that's still life. I will go all the sweeties and want them all and so I'd made this site really complicated and what appealed to me about Thinkific was it's actually fairly limited in what you can do with it and that's a good thing that kind of keeps me on the straight and narrow I know what my options are I choose out of a limited range of options what's going to work best for my business and I'll adapt to that so I've been with them for about 16 months now and that's definitely helped calm me down and be more productive and have a more reliable stable platform for my users and you put everything through that now don't you i can i know you're you start off with your seven dollar entry level product right through to your uh, yeah. vips are managed through that system and even well. the free courses on there as well so as soon as people have registered for that then you've got an account and it makes it much easier to then buy something because you haven't got to go through the process of setting up an account before you can yeah. do it Brilliant. Okay, so we've got some good ideas. We've got some lists, basic on paper or or on a spreadsheet, and um, Asana, and Thinkific. So um, we know we've heard about all the things that are working really well. Is there anything that's a little bit clunky or anything that you still wish was working? There's just so many of the different systems, and that's partly why I ended up going down this rabbit hole this weekend. Is because I've got so everything's on Thinkific, and that's great. So that handles the payments. That's one thing you don't have to worry about. People contact me through email. You can book an appointment through Calendly. Um, you know, I have my calls on Zoom, so it adds up. There's so many different ways to connect with me, and so many different platforms. And I was looking at some of the more expensive coaching platforms that that coaches use to to interact with their clients where they tend to pull all of those things together in one place Mm. Um, but it's quite a steep learning curve for me and I and then also for my existing clients having to move they've got used to a system so even though it's clunky they know how it works um so I'm not ready to make everybody change 
yet because I'm not that committed to it. But and then I I would love to have something where they could log on and there's a dashboard and they could see all of the documents they've written, what I'm working on, what they're currently working on. There was just a mm. button so that you could, you know, SOS me to send me a message. There was another button where you could book in for a call. That is my like dream system. I don't yeah. even know if that exists. No, I can see why the coaching ones might provide much of that functionality, but then whether it would be quite, they're never quite right, are they? There's always a little bit of something that's not quite right. It's always a yeah. bit of a compromise. <laughs> Um, and with that, it's kind of all or nothing. It'd only be worth my while to move if I literally had everything, everything. in that one space. That would be a it's big, a, yeah, big undertaking, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, stick with what you got. <laughs> you just like, manage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you very much for sharing all that with us. If people want to find out more about you, where can they go? Where's the best place to find you? Although you've just said that you're in lots of different places, but where would you like them to go? If we're trying to be orderly. <laughs> The easiest place to find me is on Facebook. And if you just type in Worditude into the search bar, I'll come up because I've got a group with that name and my page and I'm the only one on there with that name. So that's handy. Um, and my website is writewithworditude.com. Okay. And there's loads of um, resources on there, lots of blog posts um, and some uh, kind of standalone pages. There's a page for if you're launching, there's a page for if you're rewriting your website, there's a page if you want help with your business blog and it grouped all of my best resources together according to what challenge you're facing yeah. at the time. So uh, yeah there's tons of oh so that's like the first port of call. Go and dig in there. Nobody wants to connect with someone um like for a chat or to go into their group as the first thing they do. They want you know you want to be able to safely and secretly poke around their website and get to know them a bit better before you put your face in front of their face even on Facebook yeah and there, there is so much great stuff on your website I have to just say it, it whatever your writing challenge is Laura has probably written a blog about it and if she hasn't let her know because I'm sure she would <laughs> I, love, yeah, I won't run out of ideas I don't think but I'm always open to more so if there's something that you would like a video on or um like a tutorial or a blog post then let me know and i'm sure i can make one fantastic thank you so much for sharing all that with us and i hope it's given people a bit of inspiration about you know the way that you're working around your children's home ed um and that perhaps we don't all have to sit at our desks from nine till five and do what we've always done in corporate jobs it sort of gets stuck in your head that that's when you work but you don't have to work then as long as you're making sure that you have time off and naps and uh, visits to the beach and things like that then you can dictate your own working hours and with a little bit of trial and error find a business model that really works for you and your family in this case um, and your visits to the beach yeah, that's the priority, is making sure that I'm available for beach visits. Yeah, I hope you find time to get to the beach this week. And thanks again for sharing your tips with us today.